It's only a boundary if you reinforce it. If you say it's a boundary and you don't reinforce it, it's not a boundary. Your actions speak louder than words. Welcome, everybody. This is For the Love of Money, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success by sharing the tools, tips, and stories of those who have already made it. My name is Chris Harder, and each week I will bring you incredible guests in order to prove that when good people make good money, they do great things. Welcome back, everyone, to another mini episode of For the Love of Money episodes that I like to call my two cents. And today, the two cents I'm going to weigh in on is how to set wealthy boundaries. You've heard of people setting healthy boundaries. This is how to set wealthy boundaries, boundaries that are going to result in you leading a much wealthier life. You see, setting boundaries is one of the most valuable things that you can become strong at doing in any area of your life that you want to thrive in. I don't care if it's relationships, friendships, business, etc. And strong boundaries will also result in strong finances as well. But how? But where do you have to set these boundaries in order to create wealth? And hell, how do you set them? I'm going to give you the answers to that coming right up. And this is one of the topics, by the way, that we do a deep dive on in my elite mastermind. You see, my elite mastermind is for anybody who is making $300,000 up to a few million and wants to learn the secrets to getting into the multiple, multiple seven figures on a regular basis. That's the plan we set and work backwards from. That's what the room is full of, is everyone just like you, multiple six-figure earners, or maybe people have barely squeaked over seven figures, and they're saying, okay, how do I really scale this without giving up my life? Where's my tribe? Where are the other people who have been there, done that, that can teach me? Where, where do we lift the veil to see the actual secrets behind the curtain, so to speak? And that is what we do for one year. So I'm highly encouraging you, if you're an entrepreneur in any kind of business and you're in the multiple six figures and you want to learn how to get well in the seven figures, or if you've just crept over a million and you want to learn how to get into multiple seven figures, and if you, quite honestly, if you're really just looking for that tribe once and for all, the ones that are going to help give you the shortcut to what you want throughout the year of 2019, then go over to fortheloveofmoney.com forward slash mastermind. Again, fortheloveofmoney.com forward slash mastermind. Check out all the details there and I'm going to encourage you to apply. I'm going through all of the application phone calls right now and I'm loving hearing about your goals. This is what this is probably my most fun time of year is when I'm filling next year's mastermind because I get to talk to all of you and talk about your goals and talk about a plan and see if you're a good fit for the mastermind. So go to fortheloveofmoney.com forward slash mastermind. Don't let any negative self-chatter get in your way. Click apply and you and I will jump on the phone and talk about your goals and make sure you're a good fit. Now setting wealthy boundaries, like I said, is literally one of the most valuable things that will produce great wealth in your life. Setting any boundary, rule number one is this, boundaries are set and kept not by what you say, but what you do. Let me repeat this. The rule numero uno in setting boundaries is that boundaries are set and kept not by what you say, but by what you do. You see, you train other people to respect your new boundaries through your actions surrounding those boundaries. If you uphold them through your actions, 
not just simply by drawing a line in the sand, but if you uphold them through your actions, then people respect those boundaries. But if you don't uphold these new boundaries, then no matter what you claim, people will not respect these new boundaries that you have set for yourself. And by the way, this also goes for boundaries that you yourself respect that you have set. So it's not just training other people how to treat you and what your new boundaries are. It's training yourself how to treat yourself and what your new boundaries are. If you uphold them, then your inner you will say, whoa, we are serious about this. All right, we're going somewhere. And if you don't uphold them, it's just going to be one more time. You set some goals, you set some boundaries, you didn't follow through, and you're going to be convincing yourself that you are not ready yet. You are not serious yet. So setting boundaries is a serious thing. Setting boundaries is a powerful thing. And I'm encouraging all of you to set some serious boundaries by the end of this podcast. This could be a massive breakthrough for you, a huge breakthrough. You have to set boundaries with yourself as well as with other people because how you behave regarding these boundaries will let you know if you're serious about moving forward and leading a wealthy life or not. A lot of you are having like this big breakthrough right now saying, wait a minute, I've been doing the work. Wait a minute. I've been setting the goals. Wait a minute. I'm serious. At least I thought I was about leading a wealthy lifestyle, but I've never respected my own boundaries and other people haven't respected my boundaries. And damn it, now I'm going to set firm boundaries going forward. So for example, if you've always set a boundary that you're going to start saving 10% of your take-home income, that's a good boundary to set, right? but you haven't always followed through with this as a non-negotiable, well, then that's not a boundary. That's a wish. Upholding a boundary like this, one that says you will always pay yourself first and then live on whatever is left over, would help make you exponentially wealthier. But setting it, not following through with it, will simply show you that you're not serious about it yet. So if paying yourself first is one of the first wealthy boundaries to set, then how do you do it? The answer is easy. Auto deposit. Auto deposit is the secret to boosting your savings. Have it taken out of your paycheck or for all of you entrepreneurs out there, have it automatically transferred from one account to another savings vehicle automatically. I don't care if that's to another savings account. I don't care if that is to a mutual fund. I don't care what you are transferring it to, but have it automatically transferred, I would say on a weekly basis. This is the easiest way to make saving significant money a priority. Another wealth boundary is around your spending habits. What boundaries have you set in regards to your fund money? What boundaries have you set in regards to, you know, when you're allowed to buy luxury items? What boundaries have you set around your housing expenses, around the cars you drive? I wonder if you've even thought about it before. I'll give you an example of one of mine. I really like watches. And at this point, I can buy any watch I want. So there's no financial restriction to me going and buying watch after watch after watch. And the problem is, it's no longer fun or significant if that's the case. And it's not financially healthy to do this. I'd be wasting money in moments of boredom or in moments of you know just looking for a dopamine hit. So I've created a boundary around watches that says this. I can never buy a watch unless it has a great story or accomplishment attached to it. Let me repeat that. My boundary is I can never buy a watch unless it has a great story or accomplishment attached to it. This makes it special for me now. And I respect this boundary. Sure, sometimes I'll find myself looking at watches online and I'll find a couple that I like. 
but I have never pulled the trigger since I have set this boundary. It's this boundary that keeps it significant and it's this boundary that keeps me making smart financial decisions. So what spending habit boundaries are you going to set going forward? All right, next I have a firm boundary around who I take financial or coaching advice from. I'm famous for this saying. I always say, you wouldn't take financial advice from a broke financial advisor, would you? And think about it, it's true. And while I use it as a metaphor for a lot of different things, I actually mean it literally as well. I don't seek financial advice from someone who has less money than me. It just doesn't make sense. That's silly. I don't take relationship advice from someone who's less happy than me. That's a no-brainer. I don't take business advice from people who have you know, much smaller companies than me. Like, Why would I? They haven't been there, done that yet. So the same boundary goes for you. Who are you taking your coaching advice from? Who are you taking your financial advice from? People who are, quote, experts, but they haven't walked the walk yet? Or people who have used their own advice to get further than you faster? I insist on the latter, and you should too. Too many people are taking real estate advice from their uncle or retirement advice from their parents, even though they don't desire to end up like their parents are right now financially, or business advice from one of these self-appointed you know, business coaches who aren't even working in the same genre as you. One of my favorites is this. I get messages all the time from Instagram experts offering to help grow my account, and they'll have like 2,500 followers. It's so funny. I will not take advice from somebody who has not been there, done that yet, using their own advice, and neither should you. Set strong boundaries around this, around who you're going to listen to and who you're not. And that way, nobody can come along and convince you that something's a good idea in a weak moment. The next boundary is around lending money to friends and family. Now, this can be a sensitive one, but that's what makes it important. Friends and family always mean well. They always mean to pay you back. And they mean it when they say, no, no matter what, I promise I'm going to pay you back at this time but they forget to calculate in the fact that they do not yet have a plan to pay you back or that life will happen and something else will derail their plan to pay you back. And then it causes all sorts of unnecessary stress between your friends and your family and you. It causes unnecessary resentment. Now, let me be clear. I am not saying set a boundary that you are not going to lend money to friends and family. We lend money to our friends and family when it fits within our boundaries. So I'm saying set boundaries that clearly define what your personal policy is around lending money to friends and family and others. And by the way, the wealthier you get, the more successful you get. This is going to pop up more and more and more. And quite honestly, you're going to have a guilt factor around it more and more and more. Well, I have all this money. I can just write a check. I can make this problem go away. But there are so many other problems you create by doing that. So set these boundaries and stick to them. Lori and I have set clear, clear boundaries around the subject so that when it does come up, we know how to handle it. And we handle it consistently in a manner that feels good to us and is good for all parties. The next boundary is setting boundaries around your budgets in your business. And this might be a wake-up call for a lot of you, especially a lot of you solopreneurs out there. A lot of beginning entrepreneurs and solopreneurs, they forget to set boundaries around what they're willing to spend on marketing, on social media, on graphics, on websites, on attending events, on coaching, on coaches, on masterminds, all that. You name it. You can either set flat dollar amounts 
monthly, quarterly, or annually, or you can set it as a percentage of revenue. Both of them work. Otherwise, you ha- and you have to set these because you're going to end up saying yes to spending money on shiny ideas or shiny coaches or shiny shortcuts that you know look really good in the moment instead of having the discipline to follow a real budget and a real business plan. And doing this gives you long-term sustainability. And best of all, doing this gives you profitability. Too many of you are worried about what your gross revenue is so you can brag about it to your friends and you can't even tell me what your profitability is. Or better yet, you don't want to look at what your profitability is. And so setting boundaries around your budgets and business will make profitability a priority and it'll help you make good foundational long-term decisions. A couple more boundaries. Here's an often overlooked one. Setting boundaries around how we start and end our workday. Here's mine. I do not start my workday until 11 a.m. It's a non-negotiable because that protected time from the time I wake up until 10.59 a.m., that protected time in the morning allows me to be the best version of myself for the rest of my workday so that all of you are getting this awesome like A-plus version of me as I interact with you. And my workday goes till six, seven, eight, nine o'clock at night many times. It allows me during my workday to be the cup that is pouring over so that I can give from the part of the cup that is pouring over instead of giving from an empty cup. A lot of you fall victim to giving from an empty cup because you're not setting boundaries around how you're going to start and end your workday. My personal boundary around how I end my workdays is not a certain time like my morning one, but instead it's with our non-negotiable dog walk where Lori and I, rain or shine, does not matter. We reconnect on this hour-long three-mile dog walk. We move our energy. We change our state. And it takes us from an intense workday to you know, the feeling of chilling out and reconnecting and enjoying life. That's a non-negotiable boundary at the end of my workday. So if you're not already setting boundaries on how you're going to start and end your workdays, make sure that you are setting boundaries going forward. It's a game changer, I promise you. And last but not least, you simply must have boundaries around giving. I know that all of you are givers or you would not be listening to a podcast like this. And I freaking love you for it. But remember what Tony Robbins once said. If you're not already giving a dollar out of a hundred, despite what you think, you're not going to end up giving 10 grand out of a million once you get there. You must set up firm giving goals from the beginning. Either a percentage of your gross income or a percentage of your take-home income, either one is fine, or even just a flat dollar amount that you make you know, as an annual goal, and then you make sure you track it and you hit this goal. But setting this giving boundary will ensure that you remember to live up to your good intentions when times are busy, or even when times feel lean and giving might feel a little scary. What you don't plan won't happen. We already know that. And that's why this boundary is so important. Now, on the other side, of setting giving goals is making sure that you are not giving too much. You got to set boundaries around what, how much is too much. Because sometimes some of you, thanks to your great big heart, you give to a fault, right? So you have to have boundaries around this too. Your heart is so big that you'll give your last penny or worse yet, some of you will go into debt to solve somebody else's problem. You know who I'm talking about. Now, while this comes from such a beautiful place of intention, it also 
is what continues to get you into financial trouble. And when you're in financial trouble, you don't have the money to invest in your business so that you can make even more money to help even more people later. It's a negative loop that you are stuck in. You need to have the money to invest in your business so you can grow your business, so you can give even more money in the future, so you can help more people. And when you give to a fault, it also puts you in a place of scarcity. When you give away too much money, leaving you feeling broke, therefore, that feeling of feeling broke pushes away more abundance from you. Let me be clear. I would rather you give 10% of 100 grand this year and then grow your business to the point where you're giving away 10% of 250 grand next year and then 10% of 500 grand the year after that. Then for you to give away everything you have left out of that 100 grand this first year leaving you unable to invest in your business to get to that 250 or 500K mark. You follow me? A few years from now, here's the goal. I'd rather see you in the habit of giving 10% of millions of dollars instead of giving 20, 30, 40% of that same old 100 grand you're stuck at. If you have a really good giving heart, giving away the farm right now is not a responsible way of giving. If you have a great giving heart, Making smart, calculated moves around growing your ability to give is actually the right thing to do. So in closing, all of these boundaries, whether it's around giving or starting or ending your workday or your spending habits, your saving habits, all these boundaries will play a really, really big role in your ability to create long-term wealth for you. So promise me you're going to learn to set them. Promise me you're going to reinforce them because remember what I said in the beginning, when you set a boundary, it's only a boundary if you reinforce it. If you say it's a boundary and you don't reinforce it, it's not a boundary. Your actions speak louder than words. And when you do this, you know what happens when good people make good money. They're going to do great things. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.